Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, will it all go wrong when producer Ben is not in the building? No. Producer Ben's not producing today. No. Jump cut Jack is. Yes, or Jack the Snipper. Or Jack the Snipper. He he identifies as both. Yeah. And should you ever make one of your most loved colleagues feel guilty for taking a well-deserved break? Oh, Stuart, is, Stuart's on holiday as well, is he? Ben's, Ben's away more than Judith Chalmers these days. <laughs> Says you. What? I'm working. I'm a, New York, Spain. What? New York, Spain. Spa- yeah, that was my... Where are, you, where are you going in a couple of weeks? Spain. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm just standing up for Ben here. Okay. You know. Hmm. Good to get away. It is good to get away. You're away loads, shut up. And your mum and dad still pay for your bloody holidays. And no, thir- they do not. And you're nearly 40, so... Nearly 40. I'm 32. When are you? Th- you're 33 this year. Yeah. For your wedding, will you be 32 or 33? I'll be 33. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Kids be- next. Kids next. <laughs> I think not. And, of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but we're not your usual agony ants? Are we William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Royal Box, you're more Goggle Box. My favourite TV show. I know. I did that one on my own, please. Never miss an episode. Do you, you still? N- still? Never. If I miss it on the Friday night, I'll just watch it in the week. Really? Jenny and Lee, my favourites. Is it still funny? Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay. I, love, I love them all. I love them all. Pete and Sophie as well. Are Giles and Mary still on? Giles and Mary still on. Nutty. Uh, what? Nutty. That's what? what they call each other. Oh, Nutty. 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 Oh, Giles, you awful man. That's what she says to him. Oh, okay. Well, lovely. Um, should we have a gin and a bonnet? Yes. Who should we toast to? Well, I know last week, obviously, we had the uh, the Platinum Jubilee. but we We're should... all over the place. We all uh, glasses. Yeah, the, the glasses are a bit... Um, chaotic energy we've got non-matching and non-branded so i don't know what in our old studio we left behind the branded glasses uh, so i thought this week actually today it is how many years since the coronation of the longest serving monarch in history we've just done all that no the longest serving monarch as you hopefully remember from one of our previous episodes is louis the 14th why have you opened that gym when that gym was oh open? yeah i don't know 
Louis the Fourteenth. I have a clue what day of the week it is. How long was he alive for? Uh, a long time, and he he has currently beat our current no. our current queen uh, by a couple of years. That's impressive. Back yes. in them days. So on this day in 1654, Louis the Fourteenth had his coronation. So we'll toast Louis the Fourteenth. Who was Louis the Fifteenth? Um, the one that came next. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, no clinking. Sorry, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Can you have a sip, please? No, because at the time of recording, it's bloody three minutes past nine in the morning. So? You look like mother like son, that's all I'm <laughs> going to say. I'm committed. Yeah, you, I've got meetings and stuff all day today. So have so you. So I. <laughs> I find they go much better. What, a bit squiffy? A little bit. Do you know what? Some of the meetings mm. I've got today, I might actually have a couple of shots. Oh. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your nervous narratives to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss or you can write to Mr. William Hansen, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter of paper. The address for that is on the website sextedmyboss.com. I should just say we've got some handwritten letters, so we're going to read a few of them out uh, later. And also I've had a new new batch of handwritten letters. Batch. So if you have sent in a handwritten letter, I've just received them, I shall be responding to you in the fullness of time. Do you know why I look forward to recording this podcast episode every week? No. For many, many reasons. Yes. But we need to talk about the cafe downstairs that is absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I look... Sorry, I'm am I recording a different podcast? I look forward to that food. What? Well, the food... OK, OK, the, you're going down the food That route. cafe... Right, so we right. moved studios, Gene Beavers, um, about three months ago? Yes. Maybe less. And where we are at the moment, downstairs, there's a couple of lads that run a, a cafe here, and it's absolutely fantastic, right? They do the best peanut butter brownies. Tell me you've never had a brownie better than that. Well, my mother's are pretty good, but th these Mine are... Mine are better, but, but they're not as good as the peanut butter brownies. OK. Last week, we had avocado egg on toast, and it was absolutely fantastic. I had a prosciutto and mozzarella omelette. That looked great. It was lovely. And then the week before, I had the halloumi wrap, and it was great. So I'm going to go downstairs after this. Mm. My life revolves around food, and I, I just... It's the best cafe ever. I'm going to start coming on my days off when we're not recording. You should, yes. It's so good, that cafe. What are they called? Oh, I don't know, actually. We should give them a shout I don't know out. what they're called. Um, but you have famously slagged off their coffee, other than last no, week. No, their filter cup, their, uh, their Americanos are absolutely spot on. The filter coffee isn't much cop. Right. Well, you should try a V60. That's what I have. What's that? That's where you pour it. It's, it's very specialist. Oh, my God. But you, yeah. have, you have to turn up ten minutes in advance and order it. Oh, dear. Yeah. God. I'll extra you, but yeah, the, the, I look forward to it every week. I'm like, oh, what am I going to get today? Well, what are you going to get today? Because mm. they'll probably, by the time we finish, they'll probably just be taking off breakfast. I might get the halloumi wrap. Nice. Lovely. Yeah, ben had it with chicken the other day, I think. Did he? Mm. Did it he? It did look nice. I thought he was veggie. Oh, you know what he's like. No, he's veggie at home, isn't he? Veg veggie when he wants to be. Is Diego veggie? Oh, good question. Nah, I love more, mate. My daddy says I can't have any, but I'll sneak some sometimes when I'm being a bit naughty. <laughs> I'm sure there's a daddy can I have a sausage joke there. <laughs> daddy can I have a sausage? Mm, what you like? <laughs> uh, we've got a new impression for Diego. Yes, um, you might have noticed. Uh, ben has a very camp dog that we love dearly. Mm. Oh, what are you feeding me? Oh, I stink. Oh, I'll say I've had enough. All these bloody vegetarians. I'm a dog, I need my meat, babes. <laughs> 
<laughs> he is Rylan. Your impression is Rylan. Not Rylan, it's Diego. Right. The camp dog. Okay, fair enough. Oh, Daddy, are you going to take me for a walk? Oh, I need to stretch my legs. <laughs> <laughs> so many things I could say, but he is a dog. So, so let's not. <laughs> you think I'm sleeping in that bed? Bad job. Anyway, how's your week been? What's new? What's crap? Well, over the weekend, in fact, it'll probably be arriving with you when you go home, Mikey and I wrote our wedding invitations. <gasps> Did you? Yes. Oh, right. However, I just would like to apologise to a couple of people. Spelling mistake. No, no, no. Okay. I Some people won't have got theirs yet or won't be getting theirs for a couple of weeks because I under-ordered on the reply cards and envelopes. I don't know why. Oh, I can imagine this would have been a big disaster in your it house. It was a big disaster. We did. We went two-thirds of the way down the list, and then it went, ah. So the printers are printing new ones, but obviously we've had bank holidays, so there's a delay. So don't have them yet. So most people have got them. Do I have to RSVP? Yes, but thus we have made it easy for people by putting in a reply card and an envelope. I have even paid for stamps for the envelopes, so there is no excuse not to reply. That is... Why can't I just text you? you because know it's my special day. You, I may let me save you money for the stamp. I'll well, tell you now there, It's already in. posted. It's already posted. Now I've got to write a bloody letter. No, you don't. You have to write your name any dietary requirements you might have, and pop it in an envelope and pop it in a postbox. Does Guinness class as a dietary requirement? Are you allergic to it? No, will there be some there? Uh, you can get some if you want some. Okay. God. At your oh, own expense. Did you have an argument with Mikey? No. Actually, we had a nice time. It was a little production line. But when you there. found out... What? No, because it was my fault. Oh, was it? It was completely my oh fault. Oh, my God. Bloody hell. Get that I know. Up. Get that on TikTok. I thought it was. Jesus. <laughs> Heard it here first. You know me, I'm never wrong, but I was in this instance. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. I, w I was convinced it was the printer's fault. They were besmirched for about five minutes, and then I checked my emails to them. Why did I order 100 invitations, but only 75 reply cards? Why? Well, because I thought, oh, a lot of people are couples, but actually we know quite a lot of single people, so or people that are coming on their own. Is Lucas coming? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did used to live with him. Yeah, I know. Is Leanne next door coming? Yes, my next door neighbour is coming. Okay. Is Tom, my partner, coming? Y you have a fun, you like you asked me when I got engaged. You said, "Have you told my brother?" Is Does my brother, your brother have a plus one? No. Does he not? No. It's a bit harsh. He could have just brought one at lads from work or something. Yippee! Wedding! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> just, but this isn't the sort of wedding where you can just tag a friend along. Yes. Is it a free bar? No. What? Well, mm. I, to be fair. Well, yeah, no, no, actually, I, I've, can I, I, I retract. Yes and no. Oh, okay. So there is, upon reception, upon arrival for the drinks reception, there'll be wine and champagne and soft drinks. Mm -hmm. help, help yourself, all fine. At lunch, there'll be wine. Again, fine. If you want anything extra, like a Guinness, for example, like a gin and a bonnet, there is a, there is a bar. Okay. This is such a north-south thing. Mm. Um, up north, I've never known a wedding to be free bar, ever. But down south, it's quite a thing to have a free bar at wedding. Is it? Yeah. Jump cut Jack's nogging his head at me, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very American as well, but up north, Christ. There might yeah. be a tab, and you get a lot of password. Like, hey, I've got a tab behind, but I just give them the password. What is it, Sean Dyke? Give them the password. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise people get pissed, don't they? 
Yes. Well, we're in a we're in a self-contained. I'm going to be on my best behaviour at your wedding. I very much doubt that. I am. I am. I am. I am. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. Well, you're doing the reading, one of them. So. Doing. Am I allowed to move my hip flask? I always take a hip flask to weddings. A hip flask. Yeah. With my whiskey in. Who are you, Hagrid? No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could be. Yeah. <laughs> Grow your beard out a bit and <laughs> squint, and it could be Hagrid. Um, anyway, so yes, I've got. Uh, th- it was it was a moment. Okay. We did obviously because we're highly strong homosexuals. <laughs> we did then have to go and get Leanne next door to come and take a picture of us posting our wedding oh, invitation. Of course she did. Can I see this picture? Are we going to post this? No, we're not going to post it. I just thought. Wow. Well, for all sorts of reasons, but I just thought it's a it's a nice thing to. Um... Oh my God! You look like a bloody Hello magazine shoot. <laughs> Jesus. Mikey looks good there. Well, yes, he does. Oh, yeah, you look great as well. Thanks. I bought yeah. that top especially. <laughs> Did you actually? Well, I bought it that morning, and then I thought, oh, I know when I can wear it now, when we're off to the post box. No, because, look, you, you, hopefully you only get married once, and posting your wedding invitations, I think it's a bit, bit of a thing, and I thought it would be nice to commemorate it. And we have a post box at the end of our road. Oh, lucky you. So I thought, oh, and I And the Elizabeth thing. God, you're living it up, aren't Literally, you? Literally, when we went to look at that house and we were turning in to, for the first viewing and I saw the post box opposite, I said, we're having this flat. Did you? That's it. Because my previous post box, miles away. Was it? Mm. And I used the raw mail a lot. Dear. Oh, yeah. Always putting something through someone's letterbox. Okay. Jack got it. Um... <laughs> Jack can come more often. I didn't get that. Oh, don't worry. Oh, is it a gay joke? It's a f***ing ass joke, Oh, Jordan. okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what else have you been up to this week? Um, well, I've gone back. I finally, you may remember, mm-hmm. Pump It Up Pete. <gasps> what happened to Pump It Up Pete? Well, it's a bit of a sad story, if I'm honest. So Pump It Up Pete, for those that that maybe have tuned in more recently, was my personal trainer last year. And I saw him from about May to September. Yeah. Who had quite strong opposing views to you, didn't he, on a lot of things? He had some interesting uh, views on climate change, yes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Which I felt was an interesting time to bring it up whilst I'm trying to do, you know, a leg press or something. Mm -hmm. It's just not... I don't think it's the time. No, I agree. Like, if you have those views, fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. I just don't need to hear them as I'm sort of... But also, like, we're client and stuff. If he's a personal trainer, surely you don't bring stuff like that up. Just keep that... <laughs> it's very odd, yes. Anyway, go on, what's the latest? He also, at one point, called me shy. He went, you're quite shy, aren't you? I went, shy? He said, yeah, you're not very chatty. He's like, I'm... I'm chronically unfit. I cannot talk to you. Unfit. As I'm doing all this stuff, yeah, no, I'd I say... can't hold a coffee. If you want to come and chat with me, we'll go and get a coffee afterwards. No, yeah, because, no, you're not shy. I'm a bit of a wallflower. You're, you're much of a wallflower as I am shy. I can be quite wallflowery. Depends. If we have to show you a video of yourself. Depends what mood I'm in. Mm. We're introvert, extroverts. We did that quiz get... together. Yes, we did do that quiz, so 16personalities.com. Yeah, so we are extroverts, but we also like our own space and time to recuperate. Yes. Interestingly, Jordan and I were exactly the same personality type. Mm. ESFJ, I think, off the top of my head. How do you remember? How does your bloody mind work? Anyway, pump it up, Pete. What's the latest? Anyway, so what happened? September. What? Is he coming to the wedding? No, absolutely not. Oh, so pump it up, Pete. By the way, he's not even called Pete. <laughs> no. 
let's not give out his actual name on this for various reasons. Was your decorator really called John? Yes. Well hung John. Well hung John. Okay. Yeah. And was your former cleaner called Sue, silly bangs? Yes. Okay. Right. Anyway, Pump It Up Pete, it got to us because I would see him on Fridays. Mm-hmm. We would I would have a session with him and I'd come and record the podcast. A session. Then we were going on tour, weren't we, in mm-hmm. September? So I said to him, I said, there is, I, I can't come for a couple of weeks because I'm on tour. Yeah. Which he was fine with. This is nearly a year ago. Yeah. And um, so I, I stopped going. And to be perfectly honest, the last couple of sessions, aside from the climate change bizarreness, um, I had been thinking, we are doing exactly the same thing every session, mm-hmm. and I know what to do. And I had wanted to go to people because sometimes when I go to gyms, I don't sort of I look. It was very intimidating, and you don't really know what to do. He had sort of shown me what to do, and we were basically repeating it. And I thought, well, to pay what I'm paying per session to do exactly the same thing, and I know exactly what to do, seems a bit silly. So I thought, well, maybe the tour is a good bit of a, a break, mm-hmm. and then when I come back from the tour, I can be about, you know, thanks so much. I'm going to give it a go on my own which is basically what I told him. I said, look, you've been really, really good. Um, I'm just going to, I'm still away. My schedule's a bit funny. Um, I'm going to have a, a go on my own. Um, and maybe I'll come back and, you know, see you in December and we'll maybe do some new stuff. Okay. Of which he then eventually replied to me. And all was fine. He was like, yeah, great. Not a problem. Let me know when you need me. Cut to two weeks later, I go back into the gym. It's a Friday afternoon, normally when I would see him. He was there with another client. And I walked past him to go into the uh, one of the rooms. And I just sort of touched him on the arm and just sort of waved as I walked. I didn't even stop to talk. And he just looked at me and went, just barely acknowledged me and gave me a look as if, who are oh, you? Oh, God. And I'm someone who, bizarrely, doesn't have to be liked by everybody, because I know I'm not. But I like people that I actually know to like me. And that really upset me. And I went and sat on one of the machines and... Welled up. Did you? Oh. Because it was so unnecessary. Oh, bless you. No, well, thank that's, you. That's so I'm, horrible. I'm sharing. I'm oversharing today. Did you today. cry? Because I, I didn't cry, pain. but I, I had moist lower eyelids. Are you sure, that wasn't sweat. And all of that mine started. Oh. But also, and well, actually, and to be honest, I then left the gym. But every time I was with him. <coughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Jordan. Sorry, it's a tissue. Thank God. Sorry. There's bloody dust in here. So in pump it up, Pete made you cry. And and why that was so annoying is I know he was with a client. I wasn't expecting him to have a whole chat. <laughs> Say bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Etiquette expert and I will bless people. <laughs> Dragged up. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, anyway, piss off, pump it up, Pete. Well, no, but every time I was with him, actually training, when I was his client, every session, one of his clients or former clients would stop, he'd break away from me, oh. he'd have a whole chat with them and be nice, which I had absolutely... In fact, to be honest, I was very grateful because it meant that I could just sort of focus on whatever I was doing. So it's not like he was sort of thinking, oh, no, I'm with a client, I'm not going to talk to you. He, There was utter content. So anyway, pump it up, Pete is dead to me. And I hadn't gone back to that particular gym until the weekend. And he was there. Oh. oh. He, it was a thing. Oh. He, I didn't see him. I don't know if he saw me. I deliberately tried to avoid him. Um, but I feel I got back on the horse, as oh, okay. it were. I fell off. It did take about six months. But I'm now back on the horse. Isn't it wagon? No, that's if you're drinking. And I'm still off the wagon. As he takes a sip. I'm on the wagon at the moment. Are you? Yeah. I don't drink in the weekend. Lucky wagon. Don't drink in the week anymore. 
Really? Although I am going out in a couple of days. Oh, are you? <laughs> nice. Get you. Um, anyway, so that's that's me. Pump it up, Pete. Is but I, I dead. feel pump it up, Pete's dead to me. Would you get another personal trainer? No. No. Because I probably would have to get it at the gym I go to, and then I would worry. Even though he was rude to me, I would worry if he saw me with someone else. Mm. But that's just how my mind works. I, I might get. Are you trying to do this to like for the wedding? Well, I'll, yeah. I mean, it was an unfortunate you time. Look great. No, you I don't. You thank do. you. But, well, that's very sweet of you. But you know, we could all lose. To, you know, do with losing a few. How much do you want to lose? Well, five stone would be nice, but no, no waste away. Down the plug hole next. Down the plug yeah. hole. Yeah. Know your lines before you say I them. Know you do. Um, no, I did a, a half a stone would be fine, hmm. which is very easy. But the trouble is, I eat quite a lot of rubbish. You do actually. You've got such mm. a sweet tooth. It's all the you? peanut butter brownies you forced me to eat downstairs. What are you having for your tea tonight? What will, what's the well, we're going Hansen out tonight. Oh yeah. So I'll, which is good because oh, I'll yeah. be able to have a salad. But last night... As a starter? No, as a main. It's my oh. new thing. Oh, OK. Mm, it's very popular. Um, last night, we had sous vide chicken. You lo you're still using that sous vide? I love it. Use it every day, pretty it's much. It's like a, every time you... Do, does it not put you off, though? You put, it looks like something from Year 10 Science. It's chicken in a bag. Yeah, but it's nice chicken. It's so... Because chicken in an oven is so dry. That's true. But chicken in a sous vide... Oh, it's so moist. Is it? But in a good non salmonella do, way. Do you do chicken breast or full-on chicken? Well, just chuck a chicken in it. Well, do you get what, chicken unplugged? breasts in sous or do you put the full... I, no, you can put anything in, no, in the sous vide, not in sous. Can you make, like, a fry-up in a sous vide? Well, no, because it wouldn't be fried, would it? Yeah, I know, but I make a fry-up, but it's all grilled. You could put a sausage in a sous vide. You could put the black pudding in a sous vide. You could do eggs in a sous vide. Can you? You could do... I don't know if you can do bacon. I haven't done bacon. You could do a gammon and could slice Could you make it. a toasty in a sous vide? No. I bloody... Do you know what? Cheese and ham toasties are so underrated. I think it's got to be up there. We running water in the wheel, not the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly cannot... You cannot... Under, if you're listening now, mm. tonight, just have a cheese and ham toasty for your tea and you'll thank me. It's so, if you've got a toasty maker... Oh, and what are you having the, for your tea? An omelette? No, I have a cheese and ham toast. I don't know yet. But or you can get those toasty bags that you used to get on holiday. Do you remember them? No. You used to get those brown bags on holiday that you put. You'd make a cheese and ham sandwich and you put it in the toast and it made it into a toasty. Right. It proper reminds me of going on holiday. That. Oh, nice. Mm. I had pasta alicchino on a terrace in Venice, so it's a different sort of thing. You're such a knob. What? I didn't have toasty bags. Well, we did because my dad would would be like because we used to go <laughs> half bored. Right. Which means you got your breakfast and your tea. So instead yes, of, thank you. Instead of going out for lunch and spending a fortune, we'd go back to a hotel or apartment, mm. and my mum would make cheese and toasties. Yeah, nice. No, I, there, as a child, uh, thank God I've kicked this habit, but I was quite compulsive as a child. So if I found something I liked, that's all I would do. Oh. And when we were on this holiday in Venice, I just loved the hotel's pastrolichino. So I insisted that every night, which is pasta with cheese, that's all it is. Every night we had past I had pastoralino. I got told Venice stinks. Um, there sometimes can be a waft, but it's generally fine. Yeah. Mm. But it's like anywhere you go to Brighton and it sometimes is a bit smelly. Is it? Just well, by the sea. It's Venice. You walk down Little Venice in London, it stinks. Sometimes. I, uh, yeah. Just try cheese and I'm toasted. You can thank me later. 
let us know. Have you know your your big prophecy about um, or not? It's not a prophecy or your proclamation that you there's nothing you can put between two slices of bread. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Have you ever put corned beef hash between two slices of bread? Yeah, I've had a corned beef hash butty the next day. It's the oh. best way. Or when I make corned beef hash, I usually get a nice fresh loaf and have it that way. You can, you can have oat on a butty. Just sounds so horrid. Yeah. Should we go to Williams? Wacky. Oh wow, that was word a good of one. the week. Yeah, let's do it. The word of the week this week is biblioclept. Biblioclept. And I'll tell you the definition after the break. Hello, G and Divas. I'm Jess Phillips, an MP, and now for the first time, a podcast host. I know that on Help I Sexted My Boss, you love writing letters to William and Jordan. So I think you'll love my new podcast that's all about writing letters. It's called Yours Sincerely, and in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. So with that, I'll sign off with Yours Sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy an episode of my podcast soon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, G&D. Jordan's let me do this bit. We're here in William's Wacky Word of the Week. Wacky. And the Word of the Week this week was... Biblioclept. Biblioclept. And Jordan, what do you think it means? Weren't he that Russian that went up in space first? <laughs> Is that what his name was? Do you mean the Sputnik? Oh, Sputnik. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. I also think that was the name of a rocket, not a, oh. a person. Satellite. Satellite. It was satellite. a satellite. Thank, Thank you, you Jack. Jump cut Jack. Jump cut Jack. Jake, Jack, what's that? Jack the Jump. J-C-J. Jack the Snipper. Jack the Snipper. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jack the Snipper. Snippy Jack. Snippy Jack. No, we won't call you Snippy Jack. No, Jack the Snipper. Yeah. Okay. Jack Scissorhands. Uh, what does Biblioclept mean? What? Bib- <laughs> Is it German? Uh, no, no, it it's Russian? English. Biblioclept. Biblioclept. you're a book thief. A book thief? Yes. Like Bibliotech is French for library. 
klept, kleptomaniac, biblioclept. So it means you steal books? Yes. From libraries and stuff? Well, from anywhere. Oh. From a house, from a bookshelf. Biblioclept. God, where have you got that from? I don't know, it's a nice everyday word. Next time you're saying book thief, probably in five minutes, everyone, biblioclept. Biblioclept. Would it be count if somebody if if, if somebody's nicked your DVDs? Uh, Pilks. I lent Pilks yeah. my, my um, Lord of the Rings box set. Mm. 10, 12 years ago, still not got it back. And you're over it. So he's a DVD leclept. <laughs> yes. I don't know what the uh, what the French is for DVD. Oh, yeah, Dave Day, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Now, the French alphabet sounds hilarious with a brace in it, let's be honest. <laughs> That's how we got we got to talk to, to the French alphabet. Can way. you do the rest of it? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, C, C, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, U, I mean, I love the fact they taught you French when you can barely speak English. But it's all, you can always remember one bit from French, can't you? Mm. Mine was, um, Je m'appelle Jordan, uh, dans ma famille, il y a six persons, mon mère Wendy, mon père Graham, mon frère Ryan Dominic Bradley. And it was sort of like, we like to go to the cinema at weekends. Oh, that's nice. Anyway. That's French for you. Did you do any other languages? Oh, God, no. 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 I, ha I hated languages at school. Mm. I really, I couldn't wait to drop it at GCSE. Do you do that app now to learn? On You know, a lot of people on the train use that app, Dua Lipa or whatever it's called, to, to learn. No. Do you do Wordle? Oh, God, no. I've, oh, got, a, I've got a life. So into it at the moment. Oh. I do it every night before bed. Do you do it? Yeah. Oh. Jack the Snipper. Honestly, I at first I couldn't get it, but sometimes I'm quite I'm all right at it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Do you do you not like Wordle? I just can't be bothered. It's because you're a bit thick, isn't it? <laughs> I no, you laugh. I actually think I'm undiagnosed dyslexic sometimes. Oh, mm. now I feel bad. No, no, no. Well, you you're should. not. You're not thick. You're very clever in your own way. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's true. Like it's with at school, nothing really went in. Mm. in Jack, Jack, don't write your own jokes. I mean, he did go to boarding school. But... No academic subject, or indeed any uh, sports subject, sort of stayed with me until I started reading etiquette books, and suddenly I found that I could remember these rules and facts. Mm. So that's that was very much my métier. I was the same with Match Magazine. <laughs> OK. Shall we go to the listeners' problems? Let's. Do it. Okay, this first one comes from Jen. Jen. Dear William and Jordan, love the podcast I discovered you last autumn and have been looking forward to Tuesdays every week since. I have something in common with both of you in that I'm also getting married in September. Not long to go now, William. And in preparation, I also have what I think are the same type of braces as Jordan. Okay. What? No, I'm just a bit self-conscious of it, that's all. Okay. Jen, you've made him self-conscious. My question is, what is the... You're going to love her question. My question is, what is the brace etiquette when in public? Oh, I, it's the worst, isn't it? I tried to always just take them out when hiding in the toilet, she means lavatory, in the early days, but now it's become a bit of a chore and not always convenient, and so now I just try to be as subtle as possible and just whip them out wherever before I eat or drink. Is that highly uncouth? Also, what is the etiquette on brushing your teeth or floss? in a public restroom before having to put the braces back in. I'm sure Jordan will feel my pain in regards to all of the above. Thank you and kind regards, Jen. Oh, Jen. Oh, Jen. Jen, Jen, I'm with you. I, I usually do it now before I go to the restaurant or say I'm in work. 
I do it in the toilets or something because it's so embarrassing, like doing it in the mm. restaurant. I did it in Leon the other day, and everyone was watching me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Do you? And use... I'm constantly losing my bloody brace case, mm. I'm like leaving it at work and what have you. The other weekend, I was at a festival. Mm. I had him in my, I had him in my sunglasses case. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And when you're removing it, well, is yeah. it a one-handed job or two-handed? Two, and it's, it goes through me. Oh, so you it. can't, like, no. shield your mouth. And, it's hor- and it, like, big slubs of saliva come out with it and stuff. It's horrible. I, I, I would... My advice is that you try and... As, as Jordan does, quite correctly, Jen, you try and do that discreetly. Yeah. And if, let's say, you're doing it in front of close friends or family where it might be marginally more acceptable... My advice to them is that they, you know, look away, notice some other architectural feature of the room, uh, and just give you a little bit of visual privacy. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. Thank you for writing in, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Don't worry about it, Jen. My brace sister from another mister. <laughs> brace sister from another mister. Yeah, sister from another mister. I love it. Brother from another mother. This next one is from Ollie, with a Y. Dear William and Jordan. I hope you both are doing well and this message finds you in good health. Thank you, Ollie. My partner and I listen to your podcast each week. On occasion, I've nearly peed myself at your comedy double act. Oh. Williams, no apostrophe, wit and charm, and Jordan's, with an apostrophe. Oh, you see, you can use the possessive apostrophe, Can you just Ollie. read the bloody letter and leave him alone? Sorry. Williams, wit and charm, and Jordan's overexcitement to be like William. Don't know what episode you've been listening to. <laughs> be like William. It's going so well, Ollie. I would like your help with this problem. I was born deaf and unable to speak. Some people call it deaf and dumb, but I prefer to say mute. As I myself and my... I feel bad. Is that bad that I slagged off? How no, because he can be deaf and still right, use an not apostrophe. Not for the edit, but how can he listen to the podcast if he's deaf? Well, we'll find out, maybe. Maybe cut all the bit out where you was correcting him. Well, no, because that's... You can still be deaf and literate. <laughs> what? He's not blind. <laughs> God, you are awful. What? I'm not awful. I'm factual. <laughs> Ollie, if I have offended you, I'm really sorry. Sorry, Ollie. Anyway, as I say myself, as I say, <laughs> me and my partner listen to your podcast every week and mostly give great advice. Thank you. Mostly. How do I stop my future mother-in-law from saying to everyone I'm deaf and can't verbally communicate and referring to me as her son's dummy boyfriend, always with a smile? Oh, that's awful. She always forgets that I lip-read, so know exactly what she is saying. My boyfriend always gives out to her and corrects her on these occasions, but, pardon the pun, it falls on deaf ears. I would like to know what is the best way to tell her in a letter, for obvious reasons, to stop referring to me as the dummy and let her know I know everything she says about me to others That's when awful. I'm in the room. Also, to, how do I tell her myself and my boyfriend are in love and it's not a phase he's going through. He's a fully paid-up, card-carrying, handbag-swinging member of the Pink Party. <laughs> kind regards, Ollie. Ollie, I love your letter. Oh, Ollie. But she sounds not very nice. No, she doesn't sound very the nice. Dummy. That's awful. I think I would get your partner to ask his mum to stop referring to you as that. That's awful. Yeah. That's bloody awful. And then if your partner... And you need to explain that you really don't like it. Mm. Then if it still continues after your partner's spoken to his mum, you need to communicate and say, mm. this has to stop. That's bloody awful. Yeah, it... Uh... That's it's annoying. a tricky one. It, it is a tricky one. I think you you do have to get your your partner to say something. Uh, it's it's his job, 
Um, and if he doesn't wish to do that, then you go down the letter route, as, as you say. Yeah. But keep it short and just, you know, just write, mother-in-law, please know that I can lip read and I'm aware of everything you're saying. Mm. So if you're going to be mean about me, do it behind my back. Yeah, that's good, actually. So I'd keep it short nice and sweet. It's nice to see you at the weekend, but can I just say? Yeah, yeah. Good, good advice. Or if you hear, if you're standing in front of her and you sort of read, lip read her saying something rude, give, give her a death stare. Give her a sort of a Paddington stare, as if to go, I'm completely aware of what you've just said. Okay. But yes, sorry about that, Ollie. That's, Next um, letter, please. Not nice to hear. We're going on to the handwritten missives. Oh, wow. That's look nice. at this. Look at this glittery paper. A bit of sequins. This is from Lancashire. Uh, this is from lovely glittery sort of um, duck egg blue paper. And this is from Cherry. Thank you, Cherry. Here we go. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I firstly wanted to thank you for all the joy and laughter you have provided me with since I first discovered the podcast during lockdown number one. I'm also grateful for all the knowledge, however random I've gained, as a result of William's anecdotes from etiquette to swans to the royal family and as well as for how you've both inspired me to celebrate my uniqueness. I love how you are both so comfortable in your own skin and I subsequently feel I'm also getting better at overcoming that personal challenge. When in doubt, I think, what would William do? Oh. Cherry, I love you so much. Moving on to a slight dilemma, uh, albeit trivial in my opinion. My boyfriend secret secretly enjoys the podcast, but is a Blackburn Rovers fan, so doesn't like to openly admit he's a fan of a podcast starring a raging Burnley fan. Don't get more raging than Jordan. How can I help him accept this and essentially get over himself? Keep up the great work. Yours sincerely and best wishes. Cherry, it says more about him. I'm like... I, yeah, football rivalries are like, yeah, on the day and when we're playing, of course, we hate each other. Well, I've got mates that are Blackburn fans, Preston fans. Blackpool I think it's fans. fine. He can just tell people, like you, he listens for me. Hey, Cherry's boyfriend, it's okay. You like me. It's fine. Admit it. You can like Jordan without liking Burnley. Yeah, you can still like me, Cherry's boyfriend. Can I ask Blackburn Rovers in relation to Burnley? in the football... We are now going to be playing in the same league. I am going to Oh, be... my God, there's going to be a derby. Yeah, oh, check you. Thank I am you. going to be... People are like, oh, well, at least you're not going to be as stressed next season when you're in the Championship. No, we've got Preston North End, we've got Blackburn, we've got Wigan, Bolton. Have oh, got my... Bolton? Blackpool. It's going to be Stoke. derbies. You've got Stoke. Stoke's not a derby, but... No, I know it's not a derby, but it's... It's stress I don't need, and, yeah. Stress you don't anyway, need. Anyway, tell him to put that aside, and if we ever see each other... We'll buy him a drink. This next one comes from Jennifer on a nice little card. Dear William Jordan and PB, my brother introduced me to your podcast last year and I've nearly caught up with every episode. I love your podcast and it makes me laugh out loud regularly. When you discuss clothing etiquette regarding wedding or work, you often discuss menswear, not women's wear. I have a wedding to attend in June with my husband and children who are aged 9 and 11. Would matching colours be appropriate? For instance, the boys' shirts similar colours to the girls' dresses. Thank you for all of the laughs. Best wishes, Jennifer. So, can they all match? The kids? Well, the, the entire did family. Did your mum and dad used to dress? Did your mum ever dress you and... Um, James. James the same? No. Well, my mum did. We, everyone used to think Tom's and Brad's twins. No. No. But yeah. also, we were three years apart. Yeah. 
I, I in terms of matchy matchy, you don't want to look like a three piece suite basically when you you turn up. So you don't you don't want to sort of completely match. Similarly, Mikey and I for our wedding outfits, we are not matching. We don't otherwise we'll be at the top looking like salt and pepper pots, which looks ridiculous. We will tone. We will make sure okay. we look like we're going to the same event, and that's what I suggest you do, Jen. They don't have to match. If you want to match, fine, you go for it, knock yourself out. But my suggestion is tone, coordinate, but don't match. Okay. Are you both wearing tails at your wedding? We are. Are you wearing a top hat? No, it's indoors. Yeah, but... Men don't wear hats indoors. Well, you see them without some, though. Hmm? Yeah, but that's... No, yeah, but that's outside in the ascot. Oh, okay. But there's no point wearing a top hat at your wedding because you're outside for about five minutes, if that. And do you know how much top hats are? Go on. To rent? Yeah. Oh, you're looking at thousands. Shut up. Because no, top hats... Black silk top hats have not been produced since the 1930s, so there are very few... And especially if you've got a big head like me, if I were to buy a top hat for my head size, because most people's heads were smaller in the time when they were produced, you're looking at five, six thousand pounds. For a top hat? For a top hat that you're probably going to wear once a year, if that. So you can see why top hats are going. Surely there must be a special manufacturer who makes top hats no. nowadays. No. no. Well, you can have felt top hats, but not black silk. Oh. Yeah, get a felt one. No. Why? What's the difference? Not like Paul Daniels. How much is a felt one? Oh, like hundreds, if that. Oh, yeah, yeah. that'll do. No, I, if you're going to do it, you're going to wear a black silk one. Mm. Do you know on my coat stand in my... Hallway. Hallway. Come third bedroom. You're such a bitch. <laughs> you, know got... you told me, when I walked in and supposedly said it's nice on the inside, you said that this used to be a bedroom. Yeah, apparently so, the students that lived there before me. Right. It's been done up now, but... That yeah, it's a nice bedroom. Now. It's a hallway. It's now. a lovely hallway. Um, I've got my I'm a Celeb hat on there. Do you? Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. No. Sell it? Mm. Auction it off for charity? Yeah, I could do for Pendleside, actually. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Thank Why you very much, 10%. You're taking money off charity? <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. It's probably past the moment now who wants it. Do it when the next series is on. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. I need to ask you a question about that in a minute, by the way. Did I tell you someone thought it was Danny Miller the other day? <laughs> Again. Mm. <laughs> it's happening quite a lot at the moment. Oh, you were in Celeb Jungle? Yeah. Congrats, you won it. Oh, I didn't win. Yeah, you did. Uh, Mrs. bought it for you. Oh, she loved Jean Emmerdale. I was not man. <laughs> Mikey had a meeting at work, and they, you were brought up about potentially doing a thing. I don't think it's going to happen. But anyway, potentially doing a thing. And someone said, oh, no, Jordan's great. I'm so happy when he won it. And Mikey was like, no, he didn't win it. He went, yeah, he did. He went, no, he, he won. But everyone thinks, so basically, the moral of the story is everyone thought you won anyway. Oh, bless you. Next letter. Look, oh, at, look, look at, at the that. wax stamp on this. Is that actual proper wax? That's proper wax. That's with amazing. A, with a K, blue wax. I love wax. that colour blue. What blue would you say that is? Um, so just a, a light, uh, like a navy, not navy blue, like a royal blue. Yeah, it's a royal blue. Yeah. It's a lovely colour. Matches wow. the stamp. That's amazing. It's a lovely colour stamp, actually. Wow. Is it a proper wax one or just a That's a proper wax. Is it a pretend No, that you they will have melted some wax and then with the, with their signet ring or stamp gone. That's amazing. Very nice. Who's it from? This is from Katie. Okay. With an IE. Dear William and Jordan, I'm a new listener to your podcast after having come across you on TikTok. Thank you, Katie. So I have the joy of listening from the beginning. As I've not yet listened to every episode, my apologies if you have answered this type of question before. Probably, but it doesn't matter. I find myself in the unfortunate position of having an alcohol intolerance, which poses a problem when attending dinners and events. Me too. It makes me pissed. <laughs> 
Others have told me soft drinks, such as Coca-Cola and Pepsi, are fine, but when everyone else is having wine, champagne, etc., this leaves me feeling like a child. Can you recommend any non-alcoholic drinks which won't make me feel 17 again? Great film. Also, if I'm having dinner at someone else's house, should I offer to bring my own drinks? Thank you, and I'm looking forward to seeing the live show in Leeds. Kind regards, Katie. I think um, a sparkling water yes. with lime in. Looks like a gin and tonic. It looks like a gin and tonic or a vodka tonic. So mm. that, and you can sip it as slow as you want. Yes. And also there are some very good non-alcoholic gins now that yes. are being produced. I was just going to say, there's so many good uh, non-alcoholic yep. drinks at the moment. So the, the Gordon's one's pretty good, actually. Yes, I like that one. Yeah. Um, there's a non-alcoholic Guinness as yes. well. So you could try that. They say non-alcoholic, apparently they've got a slight tiny bit in them. Oh, well, that's of the Guinness. The Gordon's one has zero. And actually, the Gordon's... No, I think the Guinness one has zero in as well, actually. Oh, okay. Well, the, the, I looked at the Gordon's um, 0% the other day because Mikey was asking me, do you know how many calories? Come on. Two. In the Gordon's... There's actually gin. fewer calories in a 0% gin and tonic. Oh, wow. And in the tonic water we buy, six. So it's eight calories. And nowadays, as well, there's a lot of mocktails. On menus. Yes, I hate the word mocktail. What? Of course you bloody do. Just non-alcoholic cocktail. No, it's a mocktail. It's, it's not a cocktail. It's a mocktail. So yeah. yeah, always check for them. But don't don't worry. No one will be bothered um, if you're not drinking. No, they shouldn't do. And it's probably more in in your head than in you know your your it's your worry. Katie. There's a lot of good non-alcoholic lagers at the moment as well. I don't, Kate, look, Katie. Katie uses a wax stamp. I don't know if she's a lager sort of person. Just, just, a, just a hunch. Is it going to be lager at the wedding? Not, not that I'm paying for. No. Oh, you not got a bit of lager in bucket on the table? On buckets? <laughs> it's bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> no. You not um, have a little bucket on the table with beers in? No. Oh my God. You are, do you know what or, sort of wedding you're coming to? Or at reception, you can even have pims out like champagne that a lot of the ladies go for, and in buckets, oh. ice buckets. It's usually hashtag stereotype. Peroni. Like high end lager. <laughs> You're not even having Peroni. <laughs> I want. <laughs> I mean, my menu is probably going to be written in French. This is. This is... Are you joking? I can't read bloody English. I'm <laughs> French. Are you, are you not having any lager? No, probably not. Right, I'll bring a hip flask full of bloody Fosters. Then. And if it is, it'll be served in glasses. We will not be drinking from bottles. Will we not? Babies drink from bottles. Adults should have graduated onto a glass by the time they're an adult. So weddings is going to be a can't even have a beer. No, you can have a beer, but you pay for it yourself. Will it be proper beer or in a bottle? Because they're probably be going to charge. a bottle. Have they not decanted got a into a glass. Have they not got a tap pump? Do they not have? A, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm going to be paying like six, seven pound for a bottle of beer. Oh, I know what I'll do. I bet you've never been to a wedding and had a. Um, what they call it? A boot bar. I'm sorry? A boot bar. No. Because you know wedding and venues are a bit pretty dear. Yeah. There's always someone that brings loads of beers and puts them in the boot of the car and you just go out and help yourself. Right. But what my mate does, I won't mention his name, Pilks. Is, <laughs> he's really good at this. He does a little recce at the venue okay. a couple of days before, finds out what bottles they're selling of beer. So if it's Peroni or Corona. Or Budweiser, then he'll go to the shop, get Budweiser, and just walk in with it, and it looks like he's got it from behind the bar. Let me know what bottles they're serving, and I'll do a little boot bar for me and lads. Marion Chandon. Pardon? Don't worry. Verve Clicquot. If it's all in French, I can use my dance, my family. <laughs> do we all have to speak in French? 
Yes, the whole wedding. Don't no, take this the wrong way, but I'm dreading your wedding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm looking You'll have a lovely it. time when I'm it arrives. I'm joking. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, there we go. We're finished. Okay. If you want our help, Gene Devers, if you've got a friend who's going to hijack your wedding and drag it down to the depths of a Lancashire wedding, uh, then you can always send in your dilemma to help at sexofmyboss.com. Or you can write to William. He promises a Hamilton reply and he's on letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. Ten series, everyone. Well, you've shut the laptop off. I can't yes, see but the Jordan, script. Jordan, it has always been sexofmyboss.com or help at sexofmyboss.com. The social media handles the sex of my boss. It's so straightforward. Do you think there's going to be a scrap on Do you get up in the morning and on the mirror it says, hello, good morning, I'm Jordan North? No, it just says, remember to breathe in. (laughs) Anyway. We'll see you on Friday. See you Friday. Goodbye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com